Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rapp, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everybody. We're scrubbing in. Scrub-a-dub-dub in the tub-a-tub-tub. We're almost to 2022. How are you feeling? You know, <laughs> I love a new year. I know you do. I love a new chapter. It's like closing the chapter of 2021, entering into 2022. I, I love the feeling of it. I love the lead up. I like just pondering things, thinking about the last year. Uh, I'm going to leave my Christmas decorations up, I think, through the month of January because Taylor it just, Swift said it's fine. It's fine. And if Taylor Swift, if Taylor Swift Swaps. says it, Swift says it, <laughs> then that's how I live my life. That's great. Have you like come up with your word for the new year or your do you do resolutions or do you just do like words and like vision boards? I only do. I do a word and a vision board. I don't do resolutions. And actually I should post this in the Facebook group. Devon Franklin did this like amazing. He was a guest preacher at my church last January. So like January, 2021. <laughs> oh, here we are again. <laughs> and uh, It was really good about how new year's resolutions. He doesn't believe in them because people say like, Oh, I'm going to drink this much water every day. And then you don't do it for a day. And then you feel like a failure and it's January 7th. So I mean, he says it a lot better than I am explaining it. So I'll post the actual, uh, I'll post this actual thing in the Facebook group if you want to listen to it, but I don't really believe in resolutions for that same purpose because I don't feel like you're a failure. If you don't do it, I just want to like always be moving forward, always trying to like improve. Yeah. I think there's like, for some reason, resolution, the, the context or, the meaning behind it does have this 
um, pressure to me, which is weird because really a resolution is just a goal. And if you were like, I'm doing goal setting, it'd be like, oh yeah, it sounds great. Like let's set goals. But the word resolution has like this pressure to it that I've always felt of like, okay, if I set this resolution and I don't get through the first week with like staying true to the resolution, then what's the point of keep like continuing it right and it's like drinking more water would be good for you to do all year long but then you feel like a failure because you don't do your hit your whatever you said you would do every day and then you just stop it completely and then you never drink water correct yeah you wither up right forever forever tanya do you remember your word for 2021 yeah it was level up oh yeah right (laughs) two words one sentiment you could do a hyphen in there that's one yeah and will you have a um vision board on new year's eve like, can we look at it that first couple of days back with Ryan? Um, yeah, I should. I should have it. I usually do it. Like, I usually finish it by the first week of January, but I'll definitely sure. know like what it's going to, I'll definitely know like my word and like what's going to be on there for sure. Okay. All right. Great. Are you doing it New Year's Eve like you normally do with uh, friends? T- no, TBD. So I'm going to be with Red Star and his kids on New Year's Eve this year. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, maybe we all vision board together. I don't know if kids probably don't enjoy doing mm. that. So I'm gonna... But I do think that is better than the old days when you would vision board with Haley Steinfeld on New Year's Eve. I think it's better that you're with your your boyfriend and his kids. Yeah. So probably not. On... Pro- Thank you. Wow. Really taking it 365. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to scroll and figure out what my word was but i don't have any recollection oh my god not surprising i thought i had an instagram post saying my word but i don't there's no new year's post from 2021 so just nothing i'm gonna say it was growth no (laughs) yeah i'm just gonna say okay so how i'm gonna do it is i'm gonna recap my year with a word okay instead of having one at the beginning i'm gonna recap it (laughs) and this year was growth but next year, I am going to do a word. So this year, you get a recap word. And then next year, which I'm going to write down, my word is going to be unfiltered. Oh, really? Because... Wait, it's funny you say that. Tell me why. I feel that I have lived my whole life like filtering everything I say or do to make sure that other people are pleased with me. And... I've really been working on trying to let go of the expectation of other people, but I've still found myself to be very filtered and not in a way where I'm like, I share every single thing in my life, but I just, I watch people like I, the people who I'm gravitated towards, especially like on social media and stuff are the people who are just kind of like living their life. They talk about things they're not, they have opinions on things. And it's yeah. kind of like if, if, people disagree like that's fine if we can have a conversation about it cool if we just have different opinions cool and I kind of want that to be my mentality going into the next year of being like this is who I am this is what I think about this this is my opinion on this without worrying about backlash in the t words yeah that we don't say yeah they're gone in 2022 bye and I also think unfiltered in the sense of like even though it's so dumb to even talk about like Instagram filters, but like how much that I've been trying to on social media, not use like a filter on the Instagram stories and stuff. Just like really try to be more just who I am. Like 
but deeper than what I show on surface level. Because I never feel like I'm not myself. I just feel like I have to, I filter. So I'm like cautious of what I give opinions on or what I say. So I want to be a little more just like open. I love that. I love that for you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, it's not, it's going to, it's not going to be, you know, it's a slow roll. Yeah. A slow it's a slow roll out. It's a slow roll, a slow unfiltering. Yeah. I'm not just all of a sudden going to come out and start just like <laughs> letting loose. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> not just going to come out and do that, huh? Nope. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate that word and I appreciate that sentiment because I also feel I've been having this re- realization, I'd say the last two weeks, um, mostly that I was a little bit the same way. I started to kind of clench up in a way that I never have before. Like I love being unfiltered and I love being able to just be myself. And I felt like I've clenched up in the sense that again, everybody, the, the T word, they, mm-hmm. ha- they come and it's like gotten to me more when I used to not, I used like, I don't care what anybody thinks. And I don't really care what anybody thinks, but then I've like been letting it get to me. And then the second thing that I realized that I've been doing and I, um, I, I'm, I'm afraid to take a risk. I'm afraid to take a risk. I'm afraid to take a leap because I'm afraid of either failure or a misstep. And I think I'm really wanting to just kind of throw caution to the wind mm-hmm. this, this year and just kind of take some risks in ways that I haven't before. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that's really interesting. You know, I, I really want to, I was talking last year, actually this exact same podcast. So last December, so December, 2020, and we were doing our picks and our pits and peaks. And I said that I was working on this book proposal and it was something that was really important to me, this book. And it just went nowhere because I let other people's influence or opinions, people that are professionals and like do this stuff really impact the trajectory of where it went. And it ended up being something I didn't fully believe in. And then it ended up on the chopping ground floor or whatever, mm-hmm. after a lot of time and like money and effort. And so that was really heartbreaking. And a year later, I am like on a whole nother path with that. And it's all working in a really beautiful way. Mm-hmm. And so I think what I realized is I need to really trust myself, keep being me Because at the end of the day, if you're true to yourself and things that feel good to Mm -hmm. you, even if it doesn't work out, it's okay because that really, that was you, you know, whereas Mm -hmm. before I was like trusting other people and like letting other people infiltrate my brain. And then when that doesn't work out, you're really disappointed because you're like, I didn't even trust my own gut Mm -hmm. and then it failed. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to take some more risks and um step into my modern woman panties again because i feel like panties yeah i feel like my pantaloons (laughs) i felt like i took my modern woman pantaloonist off oh yeah and put briefs on yeah i was wearing thongs for a minute (laughs) oh you need to put you need to put boxers on yeah like thongs are not me you know like and and in all all honesty when i started getting all my utis i threw thongs out and it was the biggest thong never never so bad that's how you get back do you just not wear underwear if you don't need a Wine? No, we're like granny panties. No, you don't. Yeah, you do. You want to see them? They're cute, granny. They're not like granny panties. They're not like grannies. Not like your grandma's panties. But they're oh, they're like not full my butts, grandma's panties. But they're like full butts. Yeah. Oh my god. They're cute. A whole year of not knowing. <laughs> so your word for this year is unclench. <laughs> <laughs> 
imagine if that's my word I'm I like it <laughs> I don't hate it not quite but it's it's gonna be in that in that vein of unclench risk taking daredevil not really let dare. go let God let go let God <laughs> something along those lines but I gotta get gotta get back to one word okay let okay. go let God that's four it's just pushing it let go let God Oh, like all one word? Yeah. L- oh, or like L G L G. Look, look. That's cute. Well, I love that for you. Thank you. Put the modern woman pantaloons back on. They're and back on, baby. 2022 in her pantaloons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are y'all's uh, goals for the year? Word for the year? Oh, boy. Easton I- Markey. Not really a word of the year kind of guy. Okay, yeah, any accomplishments you want to accomplish? You don't have to be, you know, like different strokes, different folks. Um, I, I, I we got a big year coming up because I got a kid who's going to be driving soon wow. in, in 22 for sure. That's a big one. Uh, we celebrate our 20th wedding anniversary in 22, so that's exciting. Wow. Yeah. So I have things to look forward to. Uh, I have not come up. I do. I actually do like to do resolutions, and I have not come up with one yet for this year, but I will. And I'll keep right. you posted. What was your resolution last year? Yeah, I don't remember, but I am actually pretty good at them because it'll be. I yeah, actually yeah, pretty because yeah. I'm they a rule setter. Well, I'm a rule setter, and so when I add a rule to my life, it just becomes part of my life. I don't remember when it was implemented. That is so fascinating. Wow. But I've been very good about my steps. I've been very good about the water I drink. I've been very good about the sleep I get. I've been very disciplined because I like a very disciplined life, and I have been doing that. All right. A disciplined man. All right. Well, then we will wait till the new year to hear your resolution. Yeah. That you ponder throughout the end of this year. <laughs> yeah, East. time's a ticking. Easty. My, you know, my word for 2021 was sliving, and I felt like I held it up very well. Uh, Is that case, slow living? It's a, it's a combination of uh, slaying it and living your best life. And I didn't come up with the oh, word. Slaying it. Slaying it, slaying. yes. Slaying. Slaying. Yeah. And um Wait, Ethan, there's this song and it and I don't know what it is like. I don't walk, I slay. Hey, I don't know. Uh uh. That should be like your theme song. <laughs> it should be. Like, uh strut, strut. So uh, sliving is a word that was coined by one Paris Hilton and it came into my life in uh, the end of twenty nineteen or twenty twenty, uh, for a number of so reasons. Like, Okay, it's like a year ago. Yeah, so that was my word for 2021, and uh, and it guided me very well. But my uh, my word for 2022 is energy, mm. and that is because uh, in 2021 I overworked myself a lot, and uh, I did I got really poor sleep all year long, and I didn't have a lot of energy to do the things I want to be doing, uh, the things I need to do uh, in certain areas of my life. And I want to change that. And the next year, I want to redirect because I have a lot of energy. I, I wake up every day jumping around. I got a lot of it to move. And I just want to make sure it's directed into the right place uh, that will make me a happier and more balanced person. So that's what I'm going to do. Maybe balance might be a better word. I actually really like energy. And I might add unfiltered energy to my <laughs> to my new year because I also... I don't have the energy, so I differ from you in the fact that I have it and need to redirect it. I just need energy, so I think that probably will come with a healthier lifestyle, which we'll get there. We'll get to that at a later date, but I like unfiltered energy as my as my motto. My motto. I like that. Yeah. Just 
Yeah. So thanks for the inspo, Easton. Absolutely. Pure source energy. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than the mom stuff she did for me. The laundry, cooking, and driving. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. My mom moved to the United States of America, did not know English, learned English, rode her bike to Long Beach State to get her degree so that she could... I mean, she is literally like my Whoa. hero. My shero. Yeah. Shero, for my shero. sure. That's amazing. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending my mom farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And we got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so that you can send some too. Here's why we love the Books company. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. Books has modern designs and unique flowers that you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick a delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code SCRUBBING for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code SCRUBBING. Books.com promo code SCRUBBING. Rakuten is a rewarding way to shop and save because members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, pets, and more. You're already shopping at your favorite stores like Macy's, Best Buy, Petco, so why not be saving while doing it? It's a no-brainer. Rakuten is the easiest and smartest way to find the best deals and savings. And every time I visit Rakuten.com, I'm always shocked by the thousands of brands that are featured. Me too. Did you know that Ticketmaster is one of those brands? So next time you're trying to see your favorite artist live, you can earn cash back when buying tickets with Rakuten. And the best part, membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Plus, cashback rates change daily so you can keep checking to find the best deal. The stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You can get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. Rakuten has 17 million members who are already saving and their members have earned over $4.6 billion in cashback. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence 
Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Also, we should talk about, so I asked on not the last podcast, but the podcast a couple podcasts ago for you guys to send us your peak and your pit of this year. And I really went through them and, you know, we want your feedback and we listen here at Scrubbing In. And the mo- mo- the most feedback I got was they enjoy host chat. They just like, they literally, they're like, you guys could talk about whatever. They don't enjoy the guests as much and they enjoy, they want more advice. So what we're going to try and do in 2022 is we're going to try and do, and they want more episodes. So we're going to try and do two podcasts a week. Uh, a little bit shorter ones and keep them fun and light and bright and add some more advice. That's what what I saw. Did you look through? I sent you the ones that I saw. Yeah, yeah. I kind of got the same reviews. A lot of people were just messaging me to say, hey, to make me feel included. So that was nice. Yeah, very sweet. Did I feel pitied a little bit, but I asked for it. So I can't feel too pitied. It's a complicated navigating it's the a double-edged emotion. sword yeah it really know? is yeah <laughs> no i just i love our listeners because like they just really i don't know there's something really um when i read the messages i feel like i'm reading people's messages that i know in a weird way like they're not mm-hmm. For you know sure. what i'm saying like i feel like they're because they're such a well it's different from people who aren't like podcast listeners and they just follow me on instagram like there people send me really nice messages, but for some reason when it's from the podcast, because it feels like this community that we've built, there's this feeling of like, Oh, there's Katie writing in to say, you know, like, I feel like oh I my know gosh. I cry reading the DM sometimes because I get so like emotionally moved by people that literally like just the other day, somebody was saying that they're a nurse and they're working crazy hours and they just get in their car to drive home and they listen to this podcast and it makes them like laugh. And that's their only time to laugh all day. Uh-huh. And I was like, Oh my God. God, like you know what I mean like yeah. it's weird because even though we're not seeing everybody we're like still seeing everybody in a weird in a way yeah like when we're talking like I see I faces it. also we obviously want to tour next year so that's going to be one of my mm. goals on my vision board yeah because we had two huge tour dates in 2020 and I would love Ed to do Sheeran that. Ed adjacent, mm-hmm. some may say. Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. may say Ed Sheeran adjacent. Um, so that would be a goal of mine for the podcast. And then, um, yeah, I just really want the podcast to be... I know a lot, like we talked about on the Chicks in the Office podcast, how we feel like we've kind of been in like a valley of the podcast. Yeah. Like kind of in a kind of stuck of like the dynamic. Well, of- yeah, and also goes to like your filtering, you know, like we've let people infiltrate our brains that do not deserve space or energy in there. And it is time to kick them out and let this podcast be what we want it to be. Not what other people project. Exactly. New. So I feel like we've been in that. And a lot of people wrote me after that and they were like, Hey, I just listened to that episode. Like, I don't feel that at all. I love the podcast. It's like one of the highlights of my week. And I was like, you know, I think we need to, to take the 
pressure and the weight off of ourselves and know that we have created an amazing podcast and people love it. We've created this amazing community and kind of just like go off of that instead of feeling like we have to do all these things because we really just need to be ourselves, which. Yeah. And I think too, like there's all this pressure of like, you need to get more listeners and more listeners because that means more advertisers and more money. And it's like, that's not what it's about. You know what I mean? I mean, I get it that it's a business and that, you know, that is a part of everything. But I think that it'll naturally grow. I think we created a community and I think the community is what helps things grow. We want quality over quantity. Which is why we're going to two podcasts a week. (laughs) (laughs) No, but as far as like, no, but I think that's going to help the quality. I do. I do. I think there's just going to be something about like kind of almost being like reinvigorated with like unfiltered energy. So, (laughs) um, what's something that you accomplish? I want all of us to talk about what's something you accomplished in 2021 that you're proud of. I realize I've been very goal focused and you know, they say like a goal is a dream with a deadline. And I was like, so all about that. And then I realized that like, that is internal pressure that I would constantly, I feel like I'm constantly putting pressure on myself. And uh, so I'm proud of that. I'm uh, that this year I really put in a lot of work in therapy and kind of dissecting, you know, what really makes me happy and things that, you know, why I am, why I pack my schedule, like why I was in such a hamster wheel, why I couldn't just, sit on the couch and watch TV, Mm -hmm. you know, like there's like a lot of deep rooted stuff in there. So I feel like I've been doing a lot of work to kind of figure out why that is. Mm -hmm. I'm proud of that. I'm proud of you for that. Thanks. For overcoming and growing. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I actually would say mine kind of goes back to therapy too, but more so in the sense of like, doing couple therapy and individual therapy and just kind of being able to make the decision to change the things that are like unhealthy patterns that I never even realized were unhealthy patterns. Patterns. And also having very hard conversations with um, people that mean a lot to me in my life that I've, as someone who's non-confrontational and always likes to just be the one to not say anything to keep the peace, like having hard conversations with people that wouldn't have happened without the um, growth in other areas. So I'm I'm going to feel really proud of that every year. I think at the end of every year, as long as I'm doing that, because I think there's always going to be room to grow. And I think as long as you like, as soon as you feel like you have no more room to grow, then that's not good because like, we're always going to have things where we can improve on in life. So I'll say that's mine too. Yeah. Proud of us. So proud of us. <laughs> Easton, Mark. Uh, I, I guess uh, what I'm most proud of in uh, 2021, I, I started going, I started going back to therapy in like April and I've gone every week since then. And I've, uh, I've confronted a lot of difficult things uh, personally. And uh, I, I've feel like I've made a lot of productive changes and it's really helped me. I didn't go for, I was going for a while and then I stopped for years and uh, then things, things started bubbling up. So I started going again. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is, everybody. Uh, yeah, but, um, you know. Yeah, hey. Uh, but uh, no, it's been, it's been really great. And I'm, um, I'm setting some great uh, goals for my you know personal mental health in 2022. And I'm looking forward to tackling those guys. And uh, I think just 
confronting these things I didn't want to confront. That was my biggest mm-hmm. accomplishment. It's so easy to not confront yes. things that we need to. It's so easy to just like <laughs> put it in the back of your mind yeah. and leave it. And do things that <laughs> are more I difficult. Think, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's why like people just kind of go, go, go in their, in their lives. You know what I mean? Which is like, mm-hmm. it's like this hamster wheel that we just kind of keep going so that we don't have to think about that stuff. And then when the pandemic hit and there was a little bit of stillness, it was like, oh, maybe I should really kind of tackle these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also think that they're like... D- Working on yourself and growing and like confronting things is really uncomfortable. Like growth is so, I have found it like probably the most uncomfortable I've ever been in my own skin has been during the time of having therapy and having to recognize things that I've always done that aren't healthy for the other people in my life. And it's so to, to make the decision to work on those things is actually a really incredible thing that you can do for yourself because it's way easier to avoid them. I mean, eventually they'll bubble up, like you said, but in a way you can always sweep it under the rug and run, run and distract yourself from it. So, yeah. Well, and, and to my point is, and I've been saying this for a long time is that you can run from those things until you have kids. And then when you have kids, there's a giant bright light that's shined, shown, on all of the things that you don't like about yourself because you see it reflected back in you. Your kids will either point it out to you because they're blunt or you'll (laughs) see behavior that they're doing that you realize, oh man, they got that from me and that's not good. And so that's when you really do have to address it and face it. And that's been this year for me as I've really realized I've kind of uncracked a couple of things or cracked the code on a couple of things as to why I am the way I am and why I was the way I was. And I don't like a lot of the... I don't really like who I was when I was in my 20s. And uh, and I've kind of figured out why I was that way. And I'm glad I'm not that way anymore. But it, it, that's been kind of painful to kind of look at all that stuff. It's so funny. My DMs are literally flooded with girls who are going through, like the big one is they just got broken up with, but they still think that that person's the one. Like, how did I handle my time when Red Star and I were broken up? That's like the biggest thing right now. Um, and then the other thing was, how did you find peace in your season of being single when you knew that you wanted a relationship and what's so interesting and what I'm realizing now through therapy is that even though I said, I wanted to be in a relationship all, I was single for like seven years and like dating and doing all the things like being proactive and da, da, da. But I had had this like shield up. Like I just didn't want to let anybody in because I get so engrossed in a relationship. And I also get so scared of being hurt that I don't know. Like I'm always waiting for the shoe to drop. And I can't just like sit in a healthy, loving relationship. And what's actually been really a blessing about this relationship is because he has kids, it's been a built in. I can't be with him 24 seven. Like I can't throw myself all in because there are other people involved, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's been like a really good thing for me because I've had to slowly it's, it's moved at a slower pace than I just always throw myself and I throw, you know, just, it's just all in. Mm -hmm. And I've had to kind of slow my roll and be more intentional. And I don't know, I've just been like learning a lot about when the time that I was single and why I was the way that I was. Yeah, I mean, I think once you're in a healthy situation, a healthy relationship, you're able to look back at a time like Mark was saying, when you see the things that you did before you were in had some stability in your life, where you're like, I don't like how I did, you know, like, that wasn't 
that wasn't what worked for me. But I thought that that's because you you did date people who were like who were either out of town or like no one who could really get too close to you. Yeah. And got really invested. It was and a pattern. It was a pattern. So Mark, so basically what we're saying is therapy or having kids is how you become <laughs> a better person. Yeah. It's the only two ways. Yeah, all- I mean, honestly, it's like, I I think it, I, I had, there was such a, I had such a negative like stigma thought process about therapy before I started it, that it was like for people who, I don't even know what I thought, like people who were like dramatic or something. Right. Or like, I never thought it was like for people, like I always thought it was if you had a chemical imbalance or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like people who like really like were like, I almost had a, I'm better than needing therapy mentality. If that like, I'm better than needing therapy. I can handle it myself. Yeah. I can do this myself. And, um, so I totally relate if you think about that, but you just had three people basically say that their proudest moment was the growth they've had in therapy. And then Mark saying like, listen, whether you do therapy or not, when you have kids, you're going to see the things about yourself. So have kids or go to I mean, therapy, if I had so. gone to therapy, I'd have reached this point 20 years ago. Right. Yeah. So it's unfortunate I didn't do that sooner. Well... I'm proud of all of us. I'm so proud, proud. <laughs> proud to do the so podcast so with y'all. So proud. I mean, we have really been a team from, well, Easton and I were talking about this about like, I was, it was just me here before Tanya got here. And I was like, it's just me today. It's like the old days when I would talk to Mark, seeing if he was going to answer me or I was doing a <laughs> monologue by myself, <laughs> having a one person conversation. Um, but like ever since, you know, basically Tanya joined, we've been, a quad a quad yeah that's right that means yeah. four for um or a quartet yeah a quartet is what music. i was looking for yeah <laughs> or what's a tricycle with four wheels a four-wheeler a car we've been a golf cart we've been a golf cart for <laughs> four years three years four years how many what year was it oh. 2017 so, so that almost was five years yeah, that's, well, it was September, I think, 2017 or that's August. So crazy. So that means our fifth anniversary is coming up in 22. Wow. Somebody mentioned to me that they just started the podcast from all the way. From, they've been like binging from the beginning. Oh, I'm wow. like, that's a lot of episodes. Damn. What a lot a, of growth. <laughs> beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful wraparound. Thank you. Wait, before we take a break, and I do, I, I was asking people to send the pics. Why can't I say peak and pit? It's, you didn't um, make it easy. It's normally like peaks and valleys, but oh, you high the, and low. Yeah, I'm just gonna stick with high and low. No, you've done pits and peaks this whole time. You can't switch <laughs> it up now. But somebody wrote me this, and it really like kind of brought me back because I think I I don't even give myself credit for how much has happened in this last year. But she wrote me, and she was like, "This week I listened back to the first three podcasts of the year, and I'm so incredibly happy to see how much has changed in the past 12 months for you. What started as a sonsy year really flourished into a beautiful life that you have now. I'm so proud of you. You deserve it all." And I was like. Wow, January 2021 was a valley. That was a pit for me. I was low. Mm-hmm. And I really have been able to come out of that and and kind of come back to a relationship that felt right to me and work on it and really kind of build this beautiful foundation and I'm like so proud of that. And a lot has changed in the last yeah, like year. Mhm. 
So thank you, Natalie, for that message that really blessed my heart and really put things into perspective for me. So thank you. And now we're going to take a break and we're going to come back with some stellar advice. Exactly. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than the mom stuff she did for me. The laundry, cooking, and driving. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. My mom moved to the United States of America, did not know English, learned English, rode her bike to Long Beach State to get her degree so that she could... I mean, she is literally like my Whoa. hero. My shero. Yeah. Shero, for my shero. sure. That's amazing. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending my mom farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And we got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so that you can send some too. Here's why we love the Books company. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. Books has modern designs and unique flowers that you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick a delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code SCRUBBING for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code SCRUBBING. Books.com promo code SCRUBBING. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I feel like therapy, in all seriousness, it wasn't something I ever knew I needed until I started doing it and I realized how much of an impact it had on my entire life. I think the thing with therapy that's so good is I think that everybody has an ego. We all think that our way is the right way and it's the only way when in reality there is no right or wrong way. And I think therapy really opened me up to that. Like I'm playing therapist in some of my relationships. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's right. How, that's how much therapy has helped me. Well, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited for your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash scrubbing today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash scrubbing. 
Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs in Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Right, we are back, and this will be the final email of 2021. Wow. All right, Mark. It's anonymous. I just had the most beautiful baby girl. Yay! But this sparked me wanting to look into my ancestry so I could write in her baby book information about our families. Well, when I started telling my parents who are divorced about this, I learned my mom doesn't want me to take a DNA test because she was unfaithful a few times during her marriage to my dad heart-sinking moment. She assured me that my dad was in fact my dad and I didn't need a DNA test to prove it. So then why can I not take a DNA test? Why even bring up the unfaithfulness? I'm an adult. I can make my own decisions without my mom's approval. But now I'm in a downhill spiral of emotions and not knowing what to do. Do I take the DNA test to reassure myself that my dad is my dad? What if he isn't? I don't know if I could handle that. But now I also don't know if my curiosity will let me go on without knowing for certain. I would like to know from Mark, as a father, what if your daughter you raised wasn't your daughter and you didn't find out until she was grown? Well, I'll start with that. I don't think it would change a thing. I think there's so much more than DNA involved in raising a child. I mean, the fact that we've spent every day of their lives together and now they're 15 and 12, and if you add another 10 years to that or something, I just don't think it would change much at all from my perspective, and I hope it wouldn't from their perspective. So I think your dad, if I don't know what your relationship is with your dad, you didn't really hit on this, but I think if you have a good relationship now, I don't think any DNA test would change that. Having said that, I don't know, it's a whole can of worms if you want to do that DNA test, but it sounds like you're hell bent on it. So go for it, but maybe have a talk with your dad beforehand and let him know that I love you no matter what, and you're my dad no matter what. I just need to do this because I'm curious. I don't know. But does the dad know that she that the mom was unfaithful or would that well, be breaking they're, news? They're divorced now. Yeah, so but like, I'm saying would yeah, but that doesn't mean that he knows that she was unfaithful during the that um, time. So I'm saying true. like if she said, Hey, I'm gonna do this, but I love you no matter what, and he's like, What do you mean? <laughs> Why oh, excuse me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, a lot of worms in that can. Mm-hmm. But I she would didn't say- have to tell him. She didn't have to tell her dad. This is just information that she can just privately have on her own and it won't change the fact that this man raised her and he was her dad it's her still her dad this uh i think that you will not have like peace in your life until you take it the the test because 
I think that you're now that you have this information, you're just always going to think about it. And this happened to one of my friends, actually. She I don't even know. I think she was like 18 when she found out that her dad that had raised her wasn't her biological dad. And I mean, it didn't change anything about their relationship. But it, you know, it kind of made sense in some ways that of things that she couldn't connect about herself. So I think maybe it could. um, I don't know. I I personally would do it. I know it's opening a can of worms in a sense, but I would I would have to know. I would have to know, too. But again, I don't think it changes the fact that your dad raised you. He will forever be your dad, even if he's not biologically your dad. Um, But I say you kind of if if this is something that you want to do, don't listen to your mom. Like, listen to (laughs) what you want to do. If if you want to get a DNA test, get a DNA test and then go from there step by step. Yeah, that's just your mom's guilt talking. She knows she messed up and she's and that's why she doesn't want you to do it because she doesn't want it out in the open. All of her mistakes that she's made. Right. I agree with what everyone said, but I just want to quote the uh, slogan from adoptuskids.org, which is anyone can be a father, but it takes someone special to be a dad. Exactly. Yeah. That is true. And and you're like Mark said, your mom's just like, I don't even I don't even want to open that box that I have closed for so many years. So I think I think you do it. And and I don't think you need to have your mom's like blessing or permission to do it. So. And I don't think it changes anything with the man who you call dad because I agree. what Easton said really holds true. Beautiful. Beautiful. Couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you. All right. Although I could have made some good analogy there. Like, you know. Yeah. What? Not everybody mm-hmm. can be a... Papa. No, but anyone no. anyone can like be a daddy. A tortilla chip, but Siete really knows how to... Oh, ain't nothing like that. But. Yeah. <laughs> what a beautiful okay. way to end the wrap up the final <laughs> podcast. Right. Before, I couldn't get there. Before we say goodbye, uh, I really just want to say really quick. Um, those of you who listen, uh, every year I do a thing called the Easty Awards. It's very exciting. Uh, I do it on Instagram Live on New Year's Day at noon Pacific time. And uh, I just want to... It's the best award show of the year. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Uh, Becca and Tanya have both presented in the past. It's really exciting. I got some really fun celebrity guests this year from um, some of your favorite TV shows that that may or may not have been on the air in the past. And uh, you all should check it out. It's on my Instagram uh, at uh, New Year's Day at 12 noon, the EC Awards for 2020. What are some of the categories this year, Easton? Oh, my goodness. Are we allowed to know? You're allowed to know. You're allowed to know. Here, here are some of the uh, some of the exciting categories. They change every year, so you can't really uh, predict what it's going to be. But this year, we're going to award Ice of the Year. Ice, okay. Ice of the Year, Best Appearance of Butter, mm. Se- oh. Sexiest Candy Mascot, and Herb of the Year. Oh wow! Herb very, of the Year. Very excited about that, and then of course some perennial all stars, Fruit of the Year, you know, Song of the Year, stuff like that. There's gonna be some musical performances by me. Is Ice of the Year from <laughs> a specific restaurant's ice, or is it more like the shape of ice, like uh, Sonic Ice? Are you talking about like? At this point, the nominations will be out. So yes, it's the it's the general shape of ice. So the nominees for Ice of the Year, uh, Classic Cube, uh, the Ice Orb, Sonic's uh, Ice Nuggets. Yes. Uh, and uh, there's some other ones in there, but it's it has to be the orb. It has to be the nugget. It has to be the nugget ice. The orb. Every time I have an orb in your wine here, you like no orb. nugget ice is like 
is I don't I don't orgasm yeah, just, over it. Oh my god! No, I've never done that. Cute. I've never done that reaction. Yeah, yeah. I've been like, oh my god, that is so awesome. I love that. So <laughs> cool. I mean, it's a tight race. You got to tune in on uh, January first to find out who takes it home. <laughs> it's nugget ice. It's got to be. What's what are the herb categories? Is my yeah. question. What's the for herb of the like year? cinnamon. The, nom- <laughs> the nominees for herb of the year are rosemary. Oh. Oregano, mm. sage. Mm. Uh, How does every one of those make you get gag, Tanya? Oh, the oregano oh, in pizza. I know. I don't like oregano. I'd rather, I like it sans oregano. You do not even know that the oregano is there. Yes, I do. <laughs> Back up. Okay. The, I don't have COVID taste buds like yours. I taste that oregano this is like a... pre-COVID, okay? okay. What else? Uh, lavender. Mm. And cilantro. Oh, the worst. Wow. Cilantro. Cilantro, I have the gene. Oh, maybe I should try cilantro now that my taste oh, buds yeah. are weird. That, that's well, that would actually be... be wild. You should do that. <laughs> I'm really interested. You know that's did? a real huge risk for Wait. me because if they haven't changed and I'm just like basically gagging myself. No, one time I was super sick and this, I can't, I think I was like in college or something. And um, I was like, I couldn't taste anything. And so I was like, I'm going to eat a spoonful of wasabi just to like say that I did it. Like who wants to eat a spoonful of wasabi to say they did it? But I was like, because I can't, because I can't taste anything. I ate a spoonful of wasabi and I was bawling for like an hour. It was the stupidest thing I'd ever done. How old so, are you in that? College. Oh my God. College Tanya was a wild. A mm. wild, wild woman. I would have been so scared of you if <laughs> you in college. You would have been. Like oh my me God. in college and you in college, I would have been like, Tanya, oh no. Imagine the bouncing heads in the sorority houses, like at the door, like singing the door <laughs> song. Like that was me. <laughs> And I was like the person who literally dropped my sorority before I had to participate in that. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was the best part of my college Sigma life. Sigma Kappa, one heart, one way. What? Kappa Theta. Oh, I didn't drop. I went alum. I'm still a Sigma Kappa for life. Loving the dove. All right. I want my kindness weird. guy. What time, gotta- Easton? Uh, that's noon Pacific time. Uh, so three Eastern on my Instagram. That's at Easton Allen. On uh, on New Year's Day, twenty twenty two. Oh, I love New Year's Day. I love that this. I love that it's going to be a new year. I just, I'm really, really excited. I have, I'm going to have some exciting news in twenty twenty two. Are you pregnant? No, already okay. know. Oh, this is a specific yeah. news. It's specific news. Wow. Yeah, but I'm going to save it for because I don't like I don't like talking about things before it happens. Just in, you yeah. know, just to be safe. So I know. Yes. Oh my God. Like, this is something I've been talking to you for a while about. Oh no. Oh, the oh, fact no. that you don't know is alarming. <laughs> what category is it in? Um, perhaps uh, a really big one. That does not help. <laughs> yes, it does. A really big thing in my life coming up in 2022. Personal or professional? Personal. Hmm. Wow. I mean, truly, this is alarming. I've talked to her about this multiple times. I have asked her for recommendations of things. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, okay. that, I'm thinking. Oh, OK. It's yeah. A big change. It is a huge change. Yeah. OK. You start wearing deodorant again. Yes. No. Aluminum. Aluminum. She's going to start wearing aluminum again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very exciting. Yeah. And very life changing. But yes. in the best way. Yeah. So I'm excited. 
What a tease. Tune in in 2022 <laughs> for the update. I would talk about it now, but again, I just don't want to like just, you know, let's let's get there. It's most like it's going to happen, but I, know, I, but I, just, I respect the boundary. Thank you. All right. Um, we love you all. Happy New Year. We Thanks for you. being a part. And we'll see you next year. See you next. See you on the flip side. Bye. Bye. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends yes at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.